Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 619. At the beginning of Lent, I also asked to have the subject of my particular examine changed, and I was told to do everything with the pure intention of reparation for poor sinners. This keeps me in continual union with God, and this intention perfects my actions, because everything I do is done for immortal souls. All hardships and fatigue are as nothing when I think that they reconcile sinful souls with God. Mary is my instructress, who is ever teaching me how to live for God. My spirit brightens up in your gentleness and your humility, O Mary. On one occasion, when I dropped by the chapel for a five-minute adoration and was praying for a certain soul, I came to understand that God does not always accept our petitions for the souls we have in mind, but directs those, these, to other souls. Hence, although we do not relieve the souls we intended to relieve in their purgatorial sufferings, still our prayer is not lost. Intimate Communion of a Soul with God God approaches a soul in a special way known only to himself and to the soul. No one perceives this mysterious union. Love presides in this union, and everything is achieved by love alone. Jesus gives himself to the soul in a gentle and sweet manner, and in his depths there is peace. He grants the soul many graces and makes it capable of sharing his eternal thoughts, and frequently he reveals to it his divine plans. Father Andras told me that it would be a good thing to have in God's church a group of souls who would beg for his mercy, because, in fact, we are all in need of that mercy. After these words, an extraordinary light filled my soul. Oh, how good is the Lord! March 18, 1936 once, I asked the Lord Jesus to take the first step by bringing about some change or some external event or by letting them expel me, as a, I found it impossible to leave the congregation on my own initiative. And I was in agony over this for more than three hours. I could not pray, but kept submitting my will to the will of God. The next morning, Mother Superior Borgia, told me that Mother General, Michael, was transferring me to Warsaw. I answered Mother that perhaps I should not go, but leave the congregation directly from here. I regarded this to be the external sign for which I had been asking God. Mother Superior made no reply, but after some time she called me again and said, You know what, sister, go anyway and don't worry about wasting a trip, even if you should return immediately. I answered, all right, I will go, although my heart was seized with pain because I knew that by this trip, this matter would be delayed. However, 
I try always to be obedient, despite everything. In the evening, when I was praying, the Mother of God told me, Your lives must be like mine, quiet and hidden, in unceasing union with God, pleading for humanity and preparing the world for the second coming of God. In the evening, during benediction, my soul was for some time in communion with God the Father. I felt I was in his hand like a little child, and I heard these words in my soul. Do not fear anything, my daughter. All the adversaries will be shattered at my feet. At these words, a deep peace and a great interior calm entered my soul. When I complained to the Lord that he was taking my help away and that I would be alone again and I would not know what to do, I heard these words, Do not be afraid. I am always with you. After these words, a deep peace once again entered my soul. His presence penetrated me completely in a way that could be sensed. My spirit was flooded with light, and my body participated in this as well. Here, St. Faustina mentions her particular examine. Religious do two examinations of conscience each day. Usually in the evening or at night, they do a general examination of conscience to repent of whatever sins they committed that day. But usually at lunchtime, they do a particular examine. This involves one particular virtue or practice that they want to grow in. They will meditate on that for a month or more to grow in that virtue or practice or to eliminate the opposite vice. So at the beginning of Lent, she was told to do everything with the pure intention of making reparation for poor sinners. The examination would involve seeing how she was doing with that practice. She wrote that it was very effective because it gave her motivation to offer everything for the salvation of souls. St. Faustina writes of Mary being her teacher in the spiritual life And Faustina learned that God can redirect our prayers for souls suffering in purgatory for his own purposes, but no prayers are wasted. St. Faustina writes that Father Andras told her that having a group of souls praying for mercy would be a good thing. And she then felt the light of grace in her soul. And Faustina prayed to be able to take the first steps to forming a new congregation. She asked Jesus to take the initiative. And then she was told she was being transferred to Warsaw. So she thought maybe that was the initiative and maybe this is my my opening. Maybe I should leave the community now. But the mother superior asked her to go to Warsaw. Now this would involve leaving the help of her spiritual director, Father Sopochko, who was in Vilnius. So while she struggles to do and to understand God's will, She receives reassurances from Mary, who seems to be teaching her about what should be happening in the new congregation, and also reassurances from Jesus that everything that seems to be going against his plan will fall away. Everything will unfold in his time. And that even if she has to leave her spiritual director, 
Jesus will always be with her. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.